Hello, I'm Bernadette Prendergast and today I'm joined in studio by Suzanne Ryan, who's the Managing Director of Home Instead, based in Ornmore, and she's also the President of Network Galway. Suzanne, you're very welcome. Thank you very much for having me, Bernadette. I'm thrilled to be here. Great to see you. And I suppose we it's important to start off with an explanation, really, of what Network Galway is. Many people know, but then for people who might be just getting to know it, what, what is it in your definition and what does it mean to you? So Network Galway is an association for women in business. It was set up over 40 years ago and it's right across the country. So it provides a forum where women can connect, collaborate and support each other through their business journey. And uh, it's been absolutely wonderful for me to be involved in it over the last few years. And how did you make that decision initially to get involved? Actually, there was an open night in the Clayton uh, a number of years ago and I'd seen, um, you know, various media that they'd been involved in and, you know, posts on social media and stuff. And being in business can be kind of a lonely place at times. So it's great to be able to find somewhere where you have people who you can chat to, you can, you know, uh, share ideas with, uh, get some advice and input and even actually to make some friendships. So, uh for me, when I went that night, there was such great energy in the room. You'd recognise some familiar faces, lots of new people. And it just seemed to be the timing was right. Fortunately for me, it was pre-COVID. So it was great to be able to kind of make connections and see that there were um, people out there in the same place and the same boat as me. And, you know, to be able to just connect and collaborate with each other. So open evenings work. Absolutely. Oh, my God. We had such an amazing one last week. We were in the Connacht Hotel and uh, we had over 110 people in the room and there was just an unbelievable atmosphere. I think there's a real appetite for people um, to connect and to collaborate. And I suppose their benefits on a professional level and personal level are really, really high. And I can genuinely hand on my heart say that I've made friendships for life through people that I've met through networks. So it's been absolutely great. And I suppose it's great to have similar minded people to chat to if you've got a particular challenge. Absolutely. And I at, at the AGM, I, I kind of made an impromptu speech and it's gotten a lot of um, a lot of kudos, I suppose, among the members. So I, I refer to the Seamus Heaney poem uh, about scaffolding and how you spend an awful lot of time building up a scaffold. And when you look at it, it could be kind of redundant time because you take it back down again. But when you have a proper scaffold, your walls are much more solid and it's what Seamus refers to. So for me, that was really, really key because investing in these relationships and even though people may pull away as members over time, as their businesses change or their lifestyles changed, they're there. The benefit that they've had is they've really set you up in a very, very strong position from the beginning. So it's been it's been great. You know. And I suppose the great thing about Network Galway is that there are some very structured informational events, but you have a lot of social events as well. It's a good mix. Yeah, and it's it's I think it's necessary, especially when we look at what we've what we've come through. Um for me, when I started, if you had said to me, you know, go in and network in the room or I would I I possibly would have turned around and, you know, turned on my heel and left again. Um this isn't about collecting business cards. This isn't about, you know, making superficial connections. It's being able to go into a place where you meet somebody, you might ask, have a genuine question or somebody can help you and you form a connection. That connection can lead to another connection, can lead to a network of support, um, can build up that foundation and that scaffold that you need. So it's great to have people who are similar minded, who support each other 
Um, it's very, very positive. It's very, very collaborative. And I suppose with anything, it's what you put in is what you also, you know, reap the rewards of. But I know as um, someone in business who's also wearing many other hats with family and home connections and stuff, to be able to even make friendships through social events is actually really, really powerful. And now that you've mentioned it, I suppose it is still something that has to be talked about a lot is how to balance family life and business, particularly a business like yours, which is very demanding and is is 24-7. So how do you find that balance? What advice would you have? It certainly can be a challenge, but I think if you approach things in life by trying to do your best and giving it what you can, we also need to prioritise self-care and um, be very what I think the new phrase people are using now is to be self-full, to be full of um, care and focus on yourself so that you can give you can give more. Be your best for everyone else. I suppose what I would focus on in my life and I suppose you, you mentioned the work I do with Home Instead is very much you can make a difference um, to people's lives. And that's the hashtag that I've chosen. So as president, you kind of get to choose a vision or a mantra for the year. And my one, I would like to make a difference. So whatever small things that I can put together or small collaborations and connections that I can do to help elevate members, um, that they can make a difference to their own lives personally and also professionally over the, their involvement with network. And it actually ties in perfectly because I'm also privileged to be able to choose a charity partner. And this year I've chosen Cope Galway, so in which we can make a difference. And for me, it's not just about putting your hand in your pocket because I think so many people can give so much more than that. They can make a difference in so many different ways, whether it's through volunteering, whether it's through adding on some of their services with their business to help cope service users or any of their efforts. And it's not 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 just about, you know, taking some of your hard earned cash. So that's what I'm trying to um, make a difference. And you, you talk about balancing home and and work and all those other things that we do. Um, I am fortunate enough to have five children and my, over the last number of while, I, as I've, you know, matured perhaps and come into this part of my life, I've really focused on maybe a living legacy. So if I can um, live a good legacy for my next generation, that they can see people where you contribute, you try to help others, you, I've been fortunate enough through my own career and advancement that I have time where I can mentor others or give something back to the community. And that's just really what I'm trying to do. It's a good concept and I suppose um, cash is important, but ideas now are very important too. And, you know, we hear the phrase thinking outside the box, but there have been so many demands on charities. So if you can com- come up with a unique idea now, that's as valuable as then getting in the cash in association with it. Absolutely, fully agree. And I think we're very fortunate with um, Michael Smith in, 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 in Cope Galway and Sharon Fitzpatrick and Linnea there who are working with us. So so even after our open night, there were some wonderful offers of, and I, I, I encourage the members there in the night to say, think outside the box. What can you do can make a difference to the service users? We had one of our members, uh, Mercy, who said that she would do, um, a lot of the service users would cope um could be looking for help with going to job interviews. So she said, well, she would come and do a makeup masterclass to help those people who maybe are not that experienced or maybe want to get back into the job market. Um, somebody else had said that she would help with her cybersecurity, um, you know, for, 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 for COPE. So there's lots of different ways. Um, they had offers of, 
you know, mas- massages or, you know, uh, head massages. So there are lots of ways where the members actually showed up and said that they could do something different, that it wasn't necessarily them impacting their bottom line by handing over funds, but there's some service that they could add on. And that's really what I'm, I want to work at and want to try and tangibilise this year to make a difference. It's imparting a skill, really, and, and having fun probably in the process as well, which fits in with the whole ethos of Network Galway. Absolutely. Now, in terms of um, any structured events you've planned then for this year, um, anything in the calendar yet? It's actually quite full. <laughs> so I, I, I suppose my um, when I kick this off, I probably more a go big or go home type of personality. Um, but so on that, there's been a lot of developments behind the scenes in connection with, you know, we had the open night, we had 110 people there. Um, we're having a, a minute at the mic event, which is a unique way. Now, there won't be a mic because that sometimes scares people. <laughs> not you and I, obviously. <laughs> Hopefully not at the moment anyway. So uh, it'll be a chance for people just to showcase and what, what we'd call perfect their elevator pitch, because obviously you never get a second chance to make a first impression. So if you knew and you had nailed down what your elevator pitch is, if you met someone coming out of the lift, how would you introduce yourself? So that's going to be a really nice thing. We're going to have some fun and that we're going to the Galway City Distillery. Um, we're going to get a talk on their whole processes there. Um, I know they have a quite unique offering there. Going to have a little bit of a mixology class and uh, also have some fun. Um, Barry and and Kate there in Trieste are going to look after the food. So it's nice that you can bring people out and you can kind of tick a few boxes so that you'll go home. You've probably learned something. You've got to try something new. You've been to a new venue and you've also enjoyed yourself and had a bit of crack. Um, Later on in February as well, then we're going out for a a brunch early on, on, on the day of a Connacht rugby match. Um, in March, obviously, uh, International Women's Day is a really key, um, a key, a key focus for people who are for women in business in particular. And we have a national event, and then we also have a local event with uh, HID Global up in um, Merview Business Park there, and they're bringing the fantastic uh, Nina Carberry to speak to our members. So that will be an absolutely wonderful showcase. And, Would she dance as well? Um, I hope so. I believe she won Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> she did last year, and I know she's a, she's a brand ambassador as well for a, an up and coming Irish makeup brand. So it's great to see someone who's been able to pivot themselves and uh, and offer the skill set around there. Uh, we're going on a retreat as well because health and wellness is one of my focuses for this year. I'd like to do an event every quarter where we're actually reinvesting time back into the woman herself because. We can get, um, I was reading something recently, actually, it's called running woman syndrome. So, <laughs> yes, I think I, I think I can identify with it. Yeah, I think we could probably write the book. So it's about how you just get probably run ragged at the end because we are what we call those sandwich generation where we're looking after perhaps older adults and we're actually looking after younger, um, you know, younger offspring. And then we're running homes and businesses. So. Um, I think it is important to step out and carve out that some some time for yourself. And fits in with your vision, as you mentioned there, of the self-care. Now, you mentioned, Suzanne, you know, International Women's Day in March. And of course, it still is a very difficult time for women in business for all of the reasons you've just outlined there. So where do you think it's at at the moment in terms of how women are finding that challenge? Is it easier or is it still very difficult? I think over the last couple of years, and I, I, I would have been conscious with the concept of International Women's Day and, you know, the media were like, oh, you know, well, why isn't there an International Men's Day? So I suppose we're trying to break historical stereotypes. 
I think there has been an honesty that has come into it over the last few years in connection with um, people not being afraid to stand up and to be vulnerable and to admit their their own vulnerabilities or even to admit their limits. Um, I think, I suppose I'm talking maybe even now from a personal point of view in connection with boundaries. Um, there is that space that we can get to as women where we can feel guilty about not doing and not providing everything for everyone. Um, I'm fortunate to be in the eldest of, of six um, at home. So, And my mum died when I was a teenager. So I probably had run that until of, you know, being everything to everybody and, and certainly being a bit of a matriarch, maybe within my own family. Now my siblings will probably kill me <laughs> for admitting that. Or maybe they'll say, God, she's finally realised it. But then, you know, going on to have five children myself who are all at different stages and maybe have different demands. Um, but I really do think that you need to, you can't give, you can't pour from an empty cup. Isn't that the phrase? And you can't give what you don't have. So, I'm really trying to 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 embrace that, and I think it's the 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 focus for International Women's Day this year is on empowering equity, and I really do think that women are coming to the table much more. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be on um, the board of directors. I'm chair of the board of directors of a medical devices company, Synthesis Medical, and I really do think that women are breaking down the barriers in connection with um, board representation, in connection with contribution to society. Um, and business. And I suppose on that, I would have found personally that um, education as an enabler, um, as empowerment for women is and really, really time. key. It doesn't have to be the, the typical time straight after school. You know? Oh, I mean, I would be one of the biggest advocates. I was fortunate enough. I, I did a master's um, straight out of school, but then I went back at probably 18 years later um, I'm going to tell you my age now, but uh, <laughs> I went back at 40, actually, to do my MBA. Life begins at 40, as Absolutely. They say. And then, it, then we change it to 50, isn't that correct? Oh, absolutely. And uh, then 60. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, those big roundy birthdays can be really, really insightful for people. Um, I took a massive investment myself in going back to do an MBA at 40. Um, at the time, the fees were expensive. I never thought that I would be able to actually reap the rewards of the investment in myself. But now only looking back on it, I can see what a massive, massive investment. I would be a big proponent of education, a big proponent of education as a leveller in society. Um, and I think that, you know, access to free education, free third level and or whether it be, you know, PLC courses or, or anything like that. I just think it, it gives... Um, it gives women a new lease of life and it gives them that confidence that may have disappeared to a degree through rearing children to the world moving on for a little bit while you're just out of the workforce. Continuous professional development, as they say as well. So education at all at all stages. Just want to ask you something you mentioned that you lost your mother when you were a teenager. So how much did that shape you, Suzanne? I suppose, um, Bernadette, it massively potentially. Um, my mum had pancreatic cancer. She died at, uh, she was diagnosed at 37. Um, she died at 38. So that was quite, I suppose, traumatic. Um, I was 15 when she was diagnosed. I was 16. I just turned 16 when she passed away. Um, it was very, how do I say? I suppose it's character building. Um Perhaps not in a nice way for for a long time because you're, you're catapulted, I suppose, into 
you know, growing up. Absolutely. And, you know, as the eldest and having covered and, and done so many um, tasks at home to help my dad. I mean, my youngest brother was five and my mum passed away. So that was very, 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 very tough. I'm, I'm very fortunate enough that I have lots of wonderful memories of her. Um, but I think it has made me certainly the person I've, I've, I, I am today. And your, your choice of, you know, home instead, that whole caring um, environment, do you think that might have had an influence with that as well? Yeah, I think so. I, I'm, I'm suppose I'm a very caring person. Whilst I'm very successful in business, thankfully, and and things I've I've done throughout my career, um, I do have that care. I'm perhaps very, very grounded. Um, I have two daughters myself, and one of the goals at one stage, and and the the joy in having them still being with them when after my own mother had passed yeah, away at that time, age. The timeline, the, the change, yes. Yeah, so I, I, and I often sometimes might threaten them, not threaten them, but remind them that, you know, well, you know, when things might be so hard and they can't get tickets for the disco or whatever they're, they're, they're challenged about. And I might say, well, when actually when I was your age, my mother had just died, you know, and I was coping with this. And But no, I went on. I suppose I was always very driven. I was very ambitious. Um, I did well in school. I did well in college. Um, and I know that she would be very proud, proud of me and as, as I am would. of my siblings. Yeah, definitely would. So going back to that open evening you went to a good few years ago, did you think at that stage you would be president of Network Galway? Um, I probably did. Um, I suppose I, I wouldn't have doubted that it was in my capacity, OK, or that I would have an interest. Um, I think I'm very privileged to to wear this chain today. Um you know, network is, is it's forty years across Ireland, but it's over thirty years in, in 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 Galway. So, and there's some, as I call it, the weight of the chain, both the the physical weight, but also the psychological weight of the very strong women who've gone before me. So, um, yeah, it's an absolute privilege, and I, I think what it shows is that I think self belief is um, is really really a, a big word, and um, but I think it's really really key. Um, I think belief underpins confidence, underpins esteem, um, underp- underpins you know achievement. So yeah, I'm 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 thrilled and honoured. I suppose you know well, we wish you the best for your uh, year in office, and I suppose we should just let people know where they can find out information about all of those events that you have planned. Yeah, so our the easiest place to get to is will be the Network Ireland website. And on that, there is a page for Galway um, and there's a page where you can actually get in touch. Um, we also have some, we're, we're active on our social media channels across, you know, all platforms. So you can get in touch with them or even to email me. It's really easy. It's um, galway at networkireland.ie. That's galway at networkireland.ie. And I'll happily... Um, talk to anybody about, you know, getting on, on, on board. We have a wonderful committee across all strata of business. Everything from people who are employees, company directors to sole traders, so to craftspeople. Um, so it's just great that there's such a myriad of um, professions represented and you know, what do they say? Is it how many degrees of separation are we? So someone always knows someone to know someone. So it'll be it's just be a very welcome open, collaborative um, platform and, and forum for people to engage. Well, enjoy your term as president. I've enjoyed our chat today. So Suzanne Ryan, Managing Director of Home Instead and President of Network Galway. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bernadette.